Hey guys, welcome to episode 19 of the North Bros Outdoors podcast. I'm Nick Pito. I'm Jacob Yankson. And joining us today, I guess this is probably the coolest studio, and I put quotations around studio, <laughs> that we've ever been in. Jared's basement. Jared's basement. Jared Beto, my uncle. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me on the show. And this is his, just like we did last week with Micah, this is his unofficial, official uh, introduction into <coughs> North Bros Outdoors. We've been talking about it for a while, and we've been talking about doing a podcast with him for a while, and we finally picked a day that actually worked for us to come do a podcast. Yes, it worked out, finally. Yeah. So I got to say, like, coming down the basement here, this is pretty impressive. That's where we're at right now is Jared's basement, and there's at least three deer you've killed. Yeah, three, four. Math Five, was never my six. strong suit. <laughs> Do you know how many it actually is? How, how many? many? If you count does. Does? Um, does and bucks. Your total Your total number of deer that you've... I don't know. Probably 15, 16. I have killed one with a rifle, and uh, Jacob one has also. killed one with a bow. So we're catching up. <laughs> yeah. We're a little behind, but we're catching up. So um, I guess we can jump right into some stories here. Uh, you went on a little adventure, well, how long ago? Three, uh, late August, August 20th. Yep, and, and you were successful on your adventure. And yes, I've been wanting, surprisingly. <laughs> I've been wanting to ask you questions about this ever since you went, so why don't you just take us through it? Well, I had a buddy that uh, reached out to me and he said, hey, uh, do you want to try antelope hunting? And I said, sure, why not? And he said, all right, well, how about South Dakota? I said, Sweet, let's do it. So we bought tags, went to South Dakota, and uh, how, do, how does that was that was over the work? counter tag? For yeah, yeah what's it was the over tag? the counter. I didn't realize you that. Just, I thought okay. you just go on on the South Dakota game and fish, and well, the thing is, is there's not a lot of tags out there in other states that aren't over the counter anymore. That they they aren't over the counter anymore. So it's one of the very few. So anyway, yeah, we just went online, bought is, the tag, they sent in the mail. Is that oh. the same for like rifle? And no, bow, you no, no, this is archery only. Okay, yeah. yep. South Dakota is the same as gun lottery. Yeah, like it, yep. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, if you want to hunt them with gun, it's just like North Dakota. You got to apply, and you got to have, you know, yeah. normally you got to have points and stuff like that. So did that tag run you a little bit more being out of state? Than a little bit more, but not too bad. Not bad. Yep. Pretty small in the grand was, scheme of yeah, what, what the plan of, is. Right. And what you can spend on out-of-state tags, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking at just for bow last year and I, it just didn't work out. But it was kind of weird how they did it because there's like, there's not just buying one tag with their, what is it, East River, West River, whatever, how like they divide their boundary. That's how they do deer, I believe. Yeah, because it was like, yep. it was all like a pair. It was either like two doe or it was like one one of each, and it was way different than North Dakota. I was actually mm -hmm. kind of confused looking at it. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm looking at on their right. website. One little side part of the story: you brought your new newly acquired toy, Willie. You, you didn't, yes, Willie. <laughs> you you uh, were not roughing. Well, some call it glamping. We we were glamping. Yeah. 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 All right. So anyway, you guys, he calls you up. You end yep. up Can taking I off. Interject there. That's what we call it, Willie. Willie the Winnebago. So you have a mini Willie. Mini Willie, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's not so cool when you say it like that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're the one who named it. I, I will disagree. I will take credit for Willie. I did come up with Willie. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, so back to what you were saying. I just, I just didn't know if you were going to go past that one or not. You're the first person that's ever pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, no, yeah, so we went down there, and honestly, we didn't have high hopes. We were, we were just going to kind of shoot from the hip, and uh, hopefully we seen something. And we, we did not expect to fill our tags, but we actually both filled our tags. So did you, you this is a public land hunt then? Yeah, this is all public land. Where, how did you even pick what region you're going, or like, where well, when do you, you do choose? the antelope tag, uh, it's the whole—it's basically one whole region for archery. It's the right. it's the entire uh, unit that they give you. It's not specific units. For right, all. and that's why I was kind of getting that. Where it's like it's like two, I think, for the whole state or something. It's like each side of the river. Well, and I think that's more because antelope typically aren't going to be on that east side in South Dakota. It's okay. always on the west side. So I. I think when we bought the tags, it was only the one option, yeah. and it was all wet, like the western half of the state. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they're pretty tough to bow hunt. Correct? Yeah, and that's why, I mean, like I said from the beginning, we didn't have high hopes of getting them. But and have you ever shot one before? No, that was my first antelope ever. I've never drawn a tag for North Dakota because it takes quite a few years for to draw a tag, even for archery, you, it's, you know, you just have to draw your tag. It's not like you can buy one over the counter, like uh, for right. whitetail or mule deer. So, and you said you guys, both of you guys filled. Yes, we both did. So why yeah. don't you, like, so you guys loaded the camper, you guys drove down there, just picked a random public spot. Yeah. We just started driving around, picked, we picked a random spot to camp. We just camped on uh, public land. Actually, we just pulled off and set up, set up and the next morning, yep, opening day, we just kind of drove around, started seeing what we could, if we could find any, and we actually seen really good numbers from what we thought. Uh, but we actually, when we got down there, we had called a game warden just because we had some questions about the out-of-state hunting. You know, right. we, we wanted to make sure we had all our ducks in a row. Yep. So we called him, and according to this game warden, he said the numbers were down for antelope, and so we were kind. Of, this was before we had started hunting, so we're like, oh, okay, you know. And, I don't know. The number of antelope we saw out there was, we thought it was insane. So yeah. we so saw what, lots of them. Were you, were you seeing them, you know, far off at yeah. the distance or were you? Yep. There was a couple that were close by, but a lot of the times they're not huntable. So how far were you, were you glassing from the truck or were you? Both, mixture of both. Like we'd glass from the truck and then we'd, you know, we'd pick a spot, you know, and then we'd go out on, you know, go for walks, glass, go for walks, glass, and then we just kind of. I don't know. I think all in all, we put so we had, we used the Onyx apps to, uh, while we were out there. So we, every walk that we did, we tracked everything. So we probably walked about twenty some miles. Yeah. So what what is the land. what's the farthest point? Where well, we I guess walked? two two questions. One, what's the farthest point away from the vehicle or the camper that you got, and how far out were you when you killed? Because you guys killed two separate days. Correct? Yep, and he killed his Saturday, and I think I killed mine Sunday morning. Yeah, so what? why don't you just so walk us through? The furthest we got away from the truck probably was about three miles, So, but it's three miles out, three miles back, so it was like a six-mile walk. And then for when we killed, it was probably two to three miles out. So. And were you guys in a ground blind? Uh, yeah, we did mixtures of both. We hunted out of ground blinds, and we did the spot and stock method with decoys. So did you guys draw straws to see who got to carry the ground blind, or how'd that work? <laughs> we just kind of worked with each other. <laughs> oh, carry the, yeah, I, I think it was my ground blind, so I ended up carrying it oh, most of the time. Well. But, but when we did the packing out, Ryan carried, uh, that was the guy I went with. Even out the weight. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so you said you the first one Ryan was you were with, he killed his on a Saturday. So where did you find that? Like, give us a little bit of rundown on when you phoned it and what it took to actually get a shot at it. Well, we, uh, like I said, we did a lot of uh, spot and stock, and we didn't have much luck with that. Um, it was really tough. We had, like I said, we had a decoy, uh, one of those uh, paper decoys that you could buy. So we, you just walk behind them. And the closest we ever could get was like 100 yards. And at that 100-yard mark, I mean, we, we could get up to them. They'd be curious. They'd be staring at us, standing there. But every time that 100-yard mark would come, they'd, they would bolt. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times when we'd see these antelope, they were, they were with big groups. So there was a lot of different eyes out there. Right. You know, you and weren't just, just trying to fool one. You so were fooling it, 20 yeah, of them. Yeah, it so just it's takes like, one yep, to catch it, and then they run, and they, run, the rest of them fly. So going into this hunt, what was your, I guess, mindset, and what was the farthest shot you were you were willing to take? Well, willing to take, I, like I said, I, I've I've practiced at, you know, 95 yards is probably my max I've ever shot. Now, would I, would I take that shot? I... I I would have preferred not to, but when you're in the heat of the moment, it all depends on. I right. mean, you're, you're either going to let, you know, if you can't get close enough, you're probably going to want to let an arrow fly. Now, comfortability-wise, I mean, if I was more in the 70 yards range, okay. I'd feel way more comfortable shooting at that. But like I said, sometimes, you know, you don't get that opportunity. Right. So were you using, when you guys walk back in there, you're carrying your decoy, and you see this group looking at you, and then you get back in there, when you, when you decided to set up, the ground blind were you by a water source were you mm -hmm. what what was your so you were trying to be on their path so right they would, they would come to you yep yep so not not that i like to give tactics away but that that's that's how we got these antelope we 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 struggled with the spot and stock like i said couldn't get close enough so then what we decided is when we were out on one of our walks we came up on this water hole and we seen hundreds of tracks and they weren't cattle tracks. It was <laughs> it was a pond made for cattle, but there was no cattle tracks. It was all antelope slash mule deer. Okay. What, what so was this the, like some sort of kind of pastured public land area, or what? It, yeah, was like it heavily so, wooded, or no? It's all open prairie. Like okay. it's there's no trees or anything. It's all literally wasteland. Okay. That's literally what it is. What is a distinctive giveaway? I've never seen an antelope track. Uh, we had neither. So you... <laughs> we but what we. We, we knew it was antelope because that's all we saw. We didn't see any deer out there. Well, I shouldn't say that. One of the evenings we did see like two small uh, mule deer and that was it. But, uh, so we, because we, we, the number of antelope we had seen, we, we knew that that had to have been those tracks. So we just took a gamble and said, hey, we're gonna set this ground blind up and come out here the next day. And mm -hmm. that's how, so that's how we got the them. the blind stayed up yeah. overnight for them to kind of, if get they used came to in, it. they could yeah. get used to it. Right. Was the decoy being used at all? Not when we were in the ground blind, no. The only time we were using the decoy uh, was when we were spotting and stocking. Because it's not a 3D decoy. It's just like a, well, I shouldn't say not a 3D. It's not a, yeah, it's not an actual. It's not like It's like a print. It's like a piece looking. of paper. Oh, yeah. sure. So it's like sure. you just kind of, you know, you, you just basically move it straight forward to them. It's like, it's like a 3D printed picture, but it's not actually like a, you know, decoy. 3D object. Right, yeah. So you left your ground blind there. You not worried about anybody stumbling on it and going oh hey look the ground blind no no not worried about well, i'm that. assuming like by the time you set that up this is already getting kind of into the evening right. and this must have been on friday oh yeah and then getting in there in the evening and then the odds of somebody getting there because we got in there before the sun came up right so i mean yeah you take your chances but i always like to hope that there's just 
still generous, not generous people, but decent you know, people, decent people yeah. out there that, hey, they see a ground blind, let's, you know. Especially when you're hunting and hard, so the higher chance you're going to be the last one out and the first one in. Right, that's kind of what we based it on. Up on. So the yeah. next, so that was this Friday? Or that was, yeah, Friday night, I think, yep. Or maybe, yeah, it was Friday night, I think we seen that. So then you book it back to the camper. To the mini willy. Mm-hmm. And then get up and go again on Saturday. So what, mm-hmm. what was... How did Saturday go? Saturday mid-morning, that's when we killed Ryan's at about noon. So how yeah. did, did he come in by himself? or was No, he... four of them came in. Four of four, them? Four, I don't know, it was kind of the story of the trip. We, uh, you know, we had never antelope hunted, and we had, neither of us had ever got one. So every antelope we seen, we called them booners. I mean, we were like, oh, there's a booner, there's a booner. <laughs> and, I mean, and not to exaggerate, I mean, majority of the ones we seen were big antelope. I mean, you know, and we could tell the difference between a nice one and then like a really small one, you know. Right. But yeah, no, four of them came in uh, together, and uh, were they all pretty same size or? Yeah, they're all actually about the same size. And what was weird is that every time they came in, they, uh, you know, they're, they're not stupid. They knew the blind was there, so they're they're skittish. They 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 know something's going on. They're staying away from it. They're staying away from it. So yeah, actually, out of those four, only two came to the water, but. Mind you, we were hunting in 95 degree weather, so these antelope needed the water. So that was like what we thought our best bet was to get yeah. shots off at these antelope. Right. Okay. So are antelope as finicky as deer as far as smells? I mean, are you playing the wind through all this, or I've got one. Little... I've got one. So if you were to rank whitetail, mule deer, and antelope, as far as because you've killed all three of them, as far as how smart in quotations I put put around that. Uh, verse or I guess so. In this exact same scenario, if, if if all three of them were there, and and obviously they're probably not going to travel around together. But if basically what I'm saying is rank them one, one two, two three, three as far as smartest as far as that scenario. Yeah, like like, like if they were to hole. come in because obviously two of them were were smart enough to go. Eh, I don't know. I'm not right. gonna. <laughs> yeah, it well, shows the thirst over. I would go. I would go whitetail, mule deer, pronghorn. Because I've heard that from smartest to the dumbest. Yeah, whitetail would be your smartest, then mule deer. And this is this animals. is a debate yeah. that that can get into, and there's a lot of people that know a lot more about it than than I do. But I've heard that some the guys that hunt whitetail say that whitetails are the smartest animal in the game, and the guys that hunt mule deer say that mule deers are the smartest animal in the game. Right. And you've done both. Yep. So you'd say the whitetail would be the smartest. And I, I, I guess I wouldn't even go that far. I Personally, I don't think there's any animal that you hunt that is dumb. No. Even going with, you know, you could branch off and everyone tries to tell you that, oh, you're just hunting turkeys? They're stupid. I can easily get one of those. Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, this is going into it doesn't matter if it's your pickup brand or your tool. Well, everyone's right. going to say what they're yeah, doing is better. Say, but go to Walt. I've got to say that it's, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, if, if you want to hop out of the truck and shoot it in the ditch, yeah, that's not, that's... That's pretty easy, but if you're right. talking actually hunting them, you know, calling them in, no, this is more turkeys, but moving back to, like, the mule deer and the whitetail, it's like, they're all smart. Right. I mean, okay, so you had two of them that stayed away. They didn't quite trust you guys sitting there. Then two of them came into water. Yep, two of them came into water, and actually, uh, uh, Ryan was the shooter, and uh, so I pulled down the the window, and then I had ranged it for him, and he was already drawn back. And so is he shooting a single pin too, so like he needs that range? or Yeah, and we had already 
uh, range the water hole. So we oh, yeah. knew the uh, knew our exact ranges. Oh, so yeah. he knew when he came in and stopped where he was at, and He's I still ranged him, but he was already on the pin mark. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he, I didn't watch him. I don't know if he slid the pin to what he was at, but to how far? Thirty-five yards. Thirty-five. Yep. And that's from you to the water, which is where they. Well, thirty-five yards from where the arrow left the bow to impact on the animal. Thirty-five yards. Okay. So how how far would you say? Did you? Did you like watch them from a long ways away coming in? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, where we the terrain we were hunting in, it was like a vast wasteland. Like there's no trees. It's all just prairie grass. So you can, you know, the optics helped out a lot. You can see them coming from a mile away. But then the thing about you know, so we go back to smarts wise, whitetail, mule deer, antelope. Well, where the antelope are king of the mountain is their eyesight. So I've heard they actually have what's equal to and i don't know where i heard this if it was online somewhere somebody told me but they actually supposedly have eyesight that's equal to like a six power binocular oh nice wow. so that's cheating and we knew that or we could tell because when we were out there and we were seeing these antelope you'd you know you you'd, you'd be squinting to try to see them and you know then you'd get your binoculars up and you know you're looking you're like oh you, oh there's some antelope there's, yeah. there's a booner He's already staring at you. So it's just like there's <laughs> no way, you to way, way ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, the two that stayed back and the two that came in that you were 35 yards from, mm-hmm. how far, was that like 100 yards that they came in, or how far did they leave the other two to come water? Well, the other two actually were probably within 100 yards of the water hole. Yeah. But then, like I said, two of them kind of scurried off, and then the other two just committed to the water. I don't oh, know if okay. they just you know needed it or... So they it got in 35 out. yards. Yep. He cut an arrow loose. Cut an arrow loose. Clean shot. Yeah, clean shot. Uh, actually, it was. I mean, it was a. It was a, a. Frontal shot. Okay. Which you know everyone's gonna probably say you know oh my god I would never shoot something frontal. Well, the thing with antelope is first, what we noticed where we were hunting or while while we were hunting them is they don't give you standing broadside shots when they come into that water. They're most of the time going to be facing you. Yeah. So. You know we and you know antelope are you know not and this is what i've heard they're not as strong as deer so supposedly when you get an arrow lodged in an antelope i mean it's usually a pretty lethal hit mm-hmm. so anyway he he shot it and actually it worked out perfect because he we shot we thought he shot it in the brisket but he actually like quartered a little bit and it like went right between the shoulder and the brisket so it went all the way through and into his lung yeah and he ran probably 70 yards and piled right up so we were in the blind watching him and nice yeah. fist bumping and yeah, he awesome. wasn't going anywhere getting so. Hyped. so did you, did oh, you yeah. go out to it right away then or did uh, we, get, we gave it maybe i don't know 10 15 minutes just, just for your guys sure. as adrenaline yeah. to drop down a little yeah oh yeah we were jacked it was yeah it was it was pretty cool like because when he when he rolled over and died it was like a dust storm because it was so dry out there yeah it was just like you know big pile of dust right in the air that's awesome so then you're you're still about three miles from the truck, yeah. So now now the work starts. Now you got to pack them out. Yeah, and now the work starts, and it's beating, beating sun. There's no cloud cover at all out there. Every day was hot sun, and it's 95 degrees. So we're sweating. So how long? Good. How long would you say in that circumstance where there's no clouds, 95 degrees? How long until that meat starts to? Well, uh, I don't know. A number but I just know you got to be quick so what we did is we actually brought our own ice in the coolers so we already had ice prepared in the pickup in the pickup okay. yeah so when we quartered it out and put it in our game bags got to the truck we had ice there we didn't have to go get ice anywhere 
So we were just checking out your bag in the in the garage here before we came down. Yours is an Alps. Yep, it's outdoors. I can't remember the model, but. And you were telling me you zip down the front and it extends six yep. to eight inches, and then you just fill that up. Yep, did, there's a meat shelf back there. Yeah. Did you have both? That he, he, I'm guessing. So when Ryan, we shot Ryan's, we actually just split his because we didn't have to carry the ground blind because we we were coming back out to hunt and using the, and going to use the ground blind. Okay. So. Um, yeah, because you still had a tag, and he right, his was yeah, gone. Because this is Friday morning or, or Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Yep. So yeah, we quartered it out, brought it back to the truck, and then we went back out and sat in the ground blind that night. Any, any seen luck? some, but nothing came in. So you stayed in the same spot the whole time. No, we hunted a couple different water holes before, before this, this one. Well, we had hunted the one one before this one actually, but it was a bigger water hole. And there was actually, uh, that was the first, that was a Friday night, and uh, yeah, was it? I don't know, I'm trying to think, I can't remember the days we were out there, but anyway, <laughs> that was the night before we had got Ryan's, so that must have been, been, that must have been Friday then. And then, uh, anyway, that night there was also a group that came in, and I was drawn back on them, but I just decided not to shoot, because there was four of them lined up, and... Uh, the smallest one was in the front, <laughs> and I didn't want to shoot and hit that one and hit another one right. and have a pass through or something. So I and then by the time they're down there, take a drink. It's you know they're gone. It, yeah, it, it's all happened so fast. You know. So then it's Saturday night. You didn't see anything. Did you pack the ground blind up then out or did you? No, we left, left it that there. space. Yep. So now we're going into Sunday, and this is the day of your. Yep, that's when I got mine. Same scenario. We walked out there, got out there in uh, the dark, waited it out. I think I shot mine maybe. 10 o'clock maybe okay so you got to put a lot of hours in the blind yeah and it was super hot so yeah um hate to admit it we were down in our skibbies <laughs> hey you gotta do what you gotta do, yeah, gotta do Truth what you gotta desperate times call, call for, for desperate yep. measures <laughs> so you you did both of you killed in the exact same spot yep okay so then Cal, tell us a little bit about the story of how yours came in was it about the same type same of scenario deal, except this one was by himself which was odd we hadn't seen a lot of them by themselves and this one came in and uh, I was pretty hesitant right away because, you know, mine wasn't a very big one, but right. I had also never killed one either, so I was kind of anxious, and I kind of wanted to get one under my belt, and right. this one came in and kind of did the same thing, really skittish, didn't want to commit to the water, kind of walked away, came back, walked away, came back, and then finally came down into the water. And then mine, actually, it, as unfortunate as it was, when I hit mine, mine didn't go anywhere. I spined mine because he ducked my arrow. Yeah. So which, you know, it's not what you want to do, but that's what happened. So right. he, and he actually died right in the. I I had to get another arrow in him, and he died right there in the water. Yeah, and that's actually kind of what happened when I shot my first doe. Is it caught him the spine and then just dropped him down? Yeah. And actually, my buddy was kind of you know everyone's like you know oh that's not a lethal hit. It's like, it isn't, but it is. And actually, my buddy was telling me that. Um, when you spine them, it's like they lose feeling in their body. So oh, it's really? almost kind of like a, you Better. know, they don't have yeah, pain. They're, they're not laying there suffering. They're just right. Like, it's, it, you well, know, you got to put another Lieutenant one through yeah, and it, that's but, the only part. But they're, they're not feeling like, anything anymore. So right. I guess that's, it really so that's what he was that saying. Way. And I was like, oh, it's a good way to look at it. It actually is, you know, not that, you know, painful for them because they, they don't have any pain. It's, right. You know, yeah, they're, they're just like. They don't have what the hell healing. happened to my legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lieutenant, Lieutenant yeah. Dan, you got, got no legs. legs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is on a Sunday night. How were you guys, mm. when were you supposed Sunday to be heading morning. home? Sunday morning. 
when are you supposed to be heading home? Like, was this the last day that you actually, guys had out there, or did you have did you have Monday Tuesday planned? Actually, I think it was this was Monday, so that's why I was gonna get kind of getting confused on the days because opener was Friday. Ryan or we hunted Friday night, or no, we didn't even. This was Monday morning when I got mine. Oh, and yeah. We were planning on leaving Monday. Okay, that so was yeah, this was this was getting down to the wire for you then. Oh, yeah. oh, I was already planning on making a trip back out there. Yeah. So Ryan, what's the season? Kind of last for la- well archery so antelope. Archery antelope is it's actually it, it's kind of got it's kind of got two seasons in a way because once rifle season starts, archery closes down. But then when rifle yeah, season ends then open archery season opens, opens back, back up for up. a couple of weeks after that so it's so like, is it the same like two week rifle season then so it's like a two week break between the two bow seasons right yeah okay. so like it goes from well we were there august 20th and i think it goes to like october 1st or i don't know it's it's somewhere late september or early october and then i think it's actually late september and then like it's yeah like another two weeks open after that for yeah. more archery so i was actually already planning to go back out there in september because <laughs> yeah. that was the next uh, thing I wanted to try because when we were out there, uh, they weren't running. Okay. They were still in the big groups, kind of like bachelor groups with whitetails. You know that all the bucks we see, and you know they're all together. So I wanted to, you know, go back out there during the rut and experience, you know, the rut running for the animal because they usually rut in the middle of September, just like elk, typically. And you said that that's that was a uh, y- y- it was an over the counter tag. Yep. So next year, you going back? I don't know. Uh, we actually might consider trying an elk hunt next yeah. year. So, and that's at the same time. Yeah. So we might. But that's the not an over-the-counter tag, is it? It depends on where we go. I don't know. If what states what state are over-the-counter? Do you know? Aren't there some units in Colorado that are? Over I the believe counter? so. Yeah, I think so. And then Utah. And I think that's where he wants. I, I don't know. I've never looked into elk hunting, so I haven't either. That's something that yeah. I'll have to do some research on. If you do something like that, that far, would you do it the same way? Bring your own camper and I bring everything? Think, or would I would you, rather do... Um, or would you go you through gonna, an outfitter? Or no, I would go camping? Like well, with a tent? Oh, like we did last weekend? Yes. We tented last weekend. We're going to get into that one, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I think instead of bringing the camper, I'd like to get an enclosed trailer for gear and then just do tenting camp. Actual oh, yeah. camping. Actual yeah. camping. No glamping. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what uh, what are you guys planning to do as far as are you going to mount them at all? or I'm going to do it. I actually had already uh, done my skull as a European mount, and then uh, I decided to do my taxidermist. Uh, had showed me a couple cool Europeans that he's done, that he's done like a bronze plate plating on them. So it's going to be a Euro mount, but it's actually going to have a gold bronze color to it. So it's, That'd be it's, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he thought it would look cool with the black horns on the antelope. So yeah. that is, was. Is he gonna do the same? Or? No, uh, Ryan's gonna show them out. He's gonna He's do a head mount on nice. him. Yeah, because he got a nice one. I mean, for a first antelope, it was. I told him I was like, if you don't mount that, I'm gonna mount that thing. So <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll pay for it for you. So. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was a good time. It's a good story. Yeah, we had fun. Sounds like it. We're not going to ask anything else that happened in your skivvies in the ground blind, but... Yeah, you can keep <laughs> some of it to yourself. Right? <laughs> we're, we, we label this podcast... What, what is it? Like, I don't even know. For everybody? E? Maybe it's PG-13? You do e for everyone? I don't know. I can't remember. Because uh, whenever I did it, I would do, like, not for children. But yeah. it is for children, but I want to be safe in case something, you know... In case right. you drop a couple of F-bombs. Yeah. 
cover well, our tails. <laughs> okay, so you kind of led into camping last weekend. What was last weekend? No? No, that's the next episode. Okay. Yep. So we'll does, any, does anybody else have anything to close out with, Jacob? No, I think that's good. Jared, first time? First time, it was it was fun. It was a natural. Yeah. Couldn't even tell it was his first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, well, that's going to do it for this time. Till next time, we'll get back to you.